Hey everybody, welcome to Bros Talk Sports, the show with just a couple of bros talking sports. I'm your host, Grant Tyler, and as always in studio, I've got Andrew Collier with me. What's going on, my brother? What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, just late night, super tired, yep, much yep. like yourself. Feel you, bud. <laughs> uh, in studio, back again... I feel like you've even been here forever, Nick. I haven't. This whole teaching thing and life and learning the schedule of having to coach the future NFL athletes of tomorrow <laughs> in the seventh grade is just, it's taxing. It's taxing. Future XFL players. Hey, now. Yeah, XFL. Hey now. That's going to be bigger than the NFL. <laughs> it's going to be bigger. It's going to be bigger We're than the NFL. We're planning for the future. Forward thinking. Forward thinking. <laughs> You're thinking so far ahead, you are grooming kids to be in the XFL after the NFL dissolves. 100%. No, he's thinking about it. the AAF when they come back. No way. <laughs> yeah, we don't stoop that low. Um, <laughs> we're not setting them up for failure, Andrew. Hey. Yeah. It only failed once. It is. You know, the stats don't lie. Yeah. You're absolutely right. New guest in studio, Ryan Connor. What's going on, dude? I haven't seen you since Andrew's wedding, I think. Mm, yeah, I'd say that. Doing pretty good. Feels good, good to be here. And you had your own, so Andrew talked about it a little bit uh, when he was in your bachelor party. You guys went to Chicago and saw a Cubs game. Yes, we did. Now, was that the one where the cards were up 4 nothing, Yeah. And then the Cubs the rallied inning. to go back 9-4 to four at the end? Yes, that was the yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Shout outs to Compo. Yeah, we had Compo on like right after that. <laughs> he was so mad that night. It was, it was kind of comical. He was like on cloud nine the first inning. And then all of a sudden, he just hated his life for the last eight. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he was literally in a stadium where there were thousands of people in despair, <laughs> all of them Cubs fans. He's watching sadness unravel by the thousands. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, a couple good hits, some homers, Cubs rally back, and then Campo is sad. He straight disappeared for like an hour. Oh, he understandably did. so. Yeah, yeah. You can't show your face in Wrigley <laughs> if you're a Cards fan and you're losing. Yeah, he disappeared for like we didn't tell anybody. Just I saw him just walking off, and then he come back like an hour later, and he was much happier. I figured he had a couple beers. Yeah, that'd be my. That's where I went uh, after the first inning or the top. I was like, well, crap. I'm gonna go get a beer. And then they scored, as the Cubs did, to come back. And uh, I felt like every time I went to get a beer, they scored. So I got a few beers. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like at least nine, right? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Oof, that had to have cost you a hundred bucks. Uh, yeah, beer is yeah, especially expensive like there. That. It's more there than it is at a Colts game, I think. Oh well, yeah, it's just like a robbery. Beer. It's just a robbery. robbery. I mean, the, they hike the ticket prices up anyway, just mm -hmm. because it's Wrigley, mm -hmm. which I guess you can do. How old's yeah. the stadium? Mm, triple digits, hundred something, I think. Wow, yeah, that's nuts. It's one of the original like stadiums in the MLB. Oh yeah, it's been there for a long time. Is it the oldest one left? Oh yeah, or is Fenway older? Mm, maybe Fenway. Fenway may be older. It's Look one or the up. other. Look it, it up. It was uh, Yankee Stadium until they rebuilt it. Really? I think so. Wow. Yankee yeah, Stadium was huge. Sure. It was, that was like it was the, all concrete and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was like the MLB stadium. Yeah, back in the day. And then the new Yankee Stadium is built like exactly like it, just bigger. Like Interesting. It's, it's made to look exactly like the old Yankee Stadium. Now that I think right. about that, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there you go. Well, Wait. let me do my spiel real quick. All right. Uh, one. 
Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you tuning in, make us, making us a part of your week. We're back every week. Thank goodness, because sports are back officially as of today when yes. Florida State, not Florida State, Florida, yep, Florida plays oh, Miami. Sports are back. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord. Yep. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. That gives you that notification every single Saturday that we've posted up a new episode. Uh, throw up that five-star rating as well. It lets us know you enjoy the show, but more importantly, it lets everyone else know you enjoy the show. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Bros Talk Sports and on Twitter at Bros Talk Sports. Underscore. You know what that underscore is like? What's that like? I don't know. Dang. Hmm. I don't know what it's like. <laughs> I don't know either. All Let's right. just move past it. Moving on. <laughs> I just want to put out there that I did not realize that the Miami-Florida State game, I did not, it just didn't register with me that that was tonight. It's today. It's today. Yeah. They had and college game I, day today. You just made my day. Like, <laughs> I, I, this is, I, doesn't matter what we talk about. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. I'm, I'm happy. You know what the worst <laughs> thing about it is? What? So it's college game day. I mean, there's. I think there's two games. There's one like marquee game. Yeah, but, there's. I think there's two games total today. But guess what? The wife wants to do. Go to the movies or something. Yeah, she's like, let's go do something. <laughs> like, well, if that something is hang out at Brewlink for hours and watch sports. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah. No, yeah. she's like making plans. Yeah, that, for stuff I don't want to do. Uh, but they yeah. do that, I guess. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> it is unfortunate. I got out of a one-year-old's birthday party today for coming here and then to our uh, fantasy football draft later. Got me out of a one-year-old's birthday party, which is the move. Major to props not, to you. To not go to a one-year-old's birthday party. So how did you do that? Walk us through the process because we could all use this help. She actually knew that I was busy today, so she didn't even like, like think that I should go. It. She didn't try to plan on me going. That's a keeper right there. This is the one time in history that she hasn't made me go do something I didn't want to do. Marriage. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's great. You just you and Ryan both, you got it coming up. I guess yeah. Both of you yeah. getting married next yeah, yeah. spring, suckers. Don't do it. There's still time. <laughs> I think if There's I was just time. more forward thinking and I would like put stuff on the schedule. Nope. And even if no. it's stuff that I'm not even doing, like just put stuff like, oh, I've got a draft or I've got a phone call I've got to make uh, or something, you know, just random stuff. And just wouldn't even, you know, you wouldn't get asked about a one year old birthday party <laughs> in the first See, place. Andrew and I have very different approaches to this kind of stuff. We do. You, if you are told, like, hey, we have this going on, you're like, shoot man like i really wanted to do this like you think about how you can get out of it and then you ultimately don't get out of it uh-huh. me cheyenne will say hey there's this wedding on october 16th for my cousin that you've never met we're <laughs> going i said no i'm not no yeah you're my forever wedding day. uh no <laughs> <laughs> no be mad i don't care <laughs> not going that's that's a ballsy move. I'm just going to say that's a ballsy way to do it. That's but that's it what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah, because you put your foot down. There's foot down thing, early. I mean, it's not a matter of just putting your foot down. It's just a matter of thinking rationally for just three seconds. It's someone I've literally never met in my life. Mm-hmm. And now I have to go to their wedding. Mm-hmm. That does seem a little That's little silly, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, I yeah. even told him, like, I'll meet you in the middle. Okay. I'll concede here. I don't have to concede, but I will concede. I'll show up. Let's go to the ceremony and then we can bolt. <laughs> See, that wouldn't be so bad when it comes to weddings that you don't want to go to. Yeah. You just go to the ceremony, you sign the little piece of paper, and then you take off. 
You don't yeah. have to deal with all the crap that comes with it well, at is, the reception. Is it a right. full ceremony, like a full like Catholic ceremony, or is it just like a... Probably not. Okay. Her, most of her dad's side of the family are just a bunch of hilljack heathens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's actually pretty accurate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so they're probably just going to like go up there and... <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you know this is going on tape right you know this yeah. is being recorded oh she doesn't listen <laughs> <laughs> plus we i think we talked about uh ballparks early enough for long enough they're like yeah i don't care stop <laughs> yeah. that's true all of the women are gone at this point it's just the boys now yeah just the bros <laughs> that's right it's in the title but oh, yeah perfect. i'm not going to the wedding that's that, the move. Or if I have to be like, hey, Russ, book a gig that day. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. How, and he'll do it. He will. Even if it's just me and him like doing an open mic somewhere, he'll do it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to uh, the uh, Angry Beaver and we're going to do karaoke that night. So. <laughs> or the it's Wild a, Beaver. I, I can't not do it, Cheyenne. It, it's an obligation. He's asking me for in months. the band. Huh? I booked the gig, Cheyenne. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, if I have a gig, it's like not even a question. I'm not going to that wedding. But, yeah, I, I thought a fair concession was mm -hmm. to go to the ceremony. And then once the ceremony is over, it's like, okay, you know, hey, we, we made an appearance. People saw us. Let's go. You know, Jeez. I don't want to give up a Saturday because unlike a lot of people, I don't get every Saturday night to do whatever I want. A mm -hmm. lot of times I have gigs. Mm-hmm. Which are fun, but it's still work. Which it, I in turn do whatever I want and go and drink at the gig. There you go. It's great. Last night's right. gig was a lot of fun. Was it? Did yeah. it go good? Yeah, it went really well. I was telling Ryan, if you wouldn't have been all the way in Fishers, we would have went to the gig last night. Yeah. It was like, it was at the Britain Tavern. It was a bar that was, think KT's, but nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we were at the regular KT's, so it wasn't nice. <laughs> so it wasn't yeah, nice. no. It was nope. just a bar. Was that your first time ever at KT's? Yes. I've literally seen 60-year-old women scream, I'm going to kill you mm -hmm. over a $5 like buy-in because they play poker there all the time. Right. They uh, they get real heated. <laughs> it's a real bar, buddy. It. Yeah. It. Like Saturday yeah. or Friday night doesn't really do it justice because it's like Wednesday night or you know a random Tuesday. That's when the yeah. real stuff happens there. That is very true. Can't the even imagine that. Yeah. Goodness. Tuesday yeah. night at KT's, the crowd. <laughs> Me, Ryan, and TJ used to do it all the time. Whew. All the time. Yeah. Like most of the servers know us by name. Yeah. Um, but we would go in at like the back corner booth and just kind of stay away from mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Because mm -hmm. there's like bro dudes that are playing. It's either like gangster rap or just butt rock country mm -hmm. and we'll play john denver just to troll him mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a straight up good time yeah they had the touch tunes turned off last night really yeah i tried Ooh. to yeah. i tried to do the touch tunes on my phone i was gonna play some uh some richard cheese and uh nope they had it shut off i couldn't do it that's a bummer. i was upset i was wanting to hear richard cheese were they doing karaoke no it's just no music. They they had music going, yeah. but it just they weren't they didn't have the touch tunes available. Mm. I think we got a little bit of Taylor Swift. We got some Lil Wayne. I think they were really crossing. They mixed some, it up. Some yeah. Areas. Yeah. Yeah. They they took some uh, 
leaps of faith there. Going to <laughs> well, that's the kind of people that go there. Remember that that's night true. that me and you went there, Grant? We met up there at, when I was on second shift. Yeah. We met there at like 1130 or 12, uh-huh. and they were doing karaoke, and it was the worst karaoke you've ever heard in your life. It was like the same three people like taking turns going up oh. and doing karaoke. Oh. Yeah. It's like one person's like, blame it all on my roof. <laughs> I showed up in boots. <laughs> Bring your black tie for you. Yeah, then the next person does Limp Biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone also wanted to do Friends in Low Places. <laughs> yeah. So you... they do it again. <laughs> <laughs> they took my song. Oh, no problem, man. Five bucks. We can do that one again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real den of sadness. Yeah, it's rough in there. It's a lot like Moore's. Moore's is about the same way in Greencastle. It's rough. Oh, yeah. I've what? seen somebody pull a gun out at Moore's and lay it, like, lay it on the table. You know, like, just lay the barrel on the table, pointing at the guy across from him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Damn. Oh. Yeah. They were quickly like maliciously? Yeah. They just went like that, and they were having a serious conversation. I'm <laughs> like, that guy's going to shoot that other guy. You're like... Man, I'm gonna need another beer. <laughs> <laughs> at least, yeah, at least one. At least one more beer mm-hmm. to watch what goes down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be that'd be crazy because yeah. we used to go there after second shift a lot, and the, you know, midnight Greencastle, Indiana, at the bar is an interesting. Sounds like crowd. very safe crowd, especially yeah. during Good the summertime when there's no college kids around. That's when the real locals come out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you walk in there and there's enough teeth for one mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a Peru bar. Uh, Greencastle and Peru are very similar. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, sounds like this wedding Cheyenne's trying to get me to go to. (laughs) (laughs) They're not listening. They don't we listen. Can, they don't even have internet. This is our safe space. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we're all punching down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, what's your favorite kind of bar? What are you into? What do you look for? I kind of like the dive sort of style. Like the chug. Really? And yeah, know? the chug. Yeah. The chug I enjoyed. Um, the chug was divey. Yeah. It was di- It's huge, though. It's big. It's got yeah. that whole back back room with the extra bar back there. And another pool table. Uh-huh. But yeah, it is divey. It's like the kind of place that like, you know, our table here, mm-hmm. this would be like their bar. Yeah. You know, about <laughs> this level. About this level. A door that you found in the basement? Yeah. Yeah, it's about that level of place. That they've like painted a hundred times because the paint gets rubbed off, you know? Mm-mm. But it's like classic there. You it's know, a good that's, time. That's the place to go. When you go to Ball State. Is it like right on campus? Right. Yeah. It's just just off. Yeah. About a block off of campus. It's been there forever. I think it used to be in a different building, didn't it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. It's in that basement. It's the only one that survived Brothers coming to town. Every single other bar went out of business. Yeah. Because when we went there, there was what? Like five bars? Yeah. And then... Chug, Cleo's, Mm -hmm. uh, Dill Street. Yep. Um... Ooh, yeah, Dill Dill Street. That That, was a that one that was in the top (laughs) level. I forget. It was like a cocktail lounge, but it was a bar. And Uh, Be Here Now is still there, but that's like an 18 and over place. Yeah, it's like a dance club. It's turned into like an EDM club now. Yeah. That's lame. Uh Uh-huh. But but Brothers came in and just wrecked them all, except for the chug. I hate Brothers with a passion. Yeah, we went there that one time. You were like, we're leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't have to. But you were. But like... 
as a 26 year old uh-huh. to go in there and have like all of these freshly 21 uh-huh. people and like mm. probably some younger people with fake IDs. Uh-huh. I'm just, I couldn't handle it. They it was were like children. It was the winter time too, wasn't it? Yeah. So they didn't have the patio open. So everybody was packed inside. Yeah. The patio is nice when they have the patio open. And I think during the day, Brothers is a good place to go. They, they have decent food. Sure. They've got a lot of TVs and stuff, but at night it's, it's, don't I, try it. I don't enjoy it anymore. If you're 23, no. you're ancient there. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, are you even still in college? And that's not even the college town. You know, that's downtown Indianapolis. The one in Muncie yeah. is like, everybody is 22 or 21. Yes, right. absolutely. It's rough. <laughs> I went there one time. I think the last time I went, I was like 24. And I was like, I do not belong here anymore. Yeah. I need to leave now. <laughs> Nick's right at that age to where now he's not college age anymore. I know. Are you twenty three? Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. A, yeah. He's right out of the college age. When do you turn twenty four? November. What's oh, your birthday? Up pretty soon. Sixteenth. Oh. Mine's the twenty fifth. Mine's the ninth. Best November. month of the year. Yes. Screw it's the most Andrew. overlooked month of the year. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just getting hyped for December. It's exactly right. You just mm-hmm. had 100%. Halloween. Yep. And it's just Well, you got Thanksgiving that month. That's true. Which Thanksgiving is an underrated holiday. And it's now forgotten about because Black Friday has taken over Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays because it's the last non-corporate holiday. Yeah. It's literally a holiday centered around, let's all get together, let's be thankful for what we got, eat food, and watch football. And have a good time, yeah. And and watch, yeah, football is is key on... uh, But, 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 but. What's what happens that night of Thanksgiving though? Yeah, Black Friday's turned into a, corporate exactly, holiday. That's what I'm saying. That no, you're it's, right. It's, yeah. it's not a corporate holiday, but there is that. You're right. Addendum. They just they just keep pushing further and further into Thanksgiving too. It's like yeah. well, now we open at three o'clock on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coles. It's I not think as they do that, which yeah. isn't as fun. I don't think Black Friday shopping that early. No. Like I want to go at like at midnight because that was when it was fun. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, and it at midnight. Everything is for sure. Like yep. Thanksgiving is over. Mm-hmm. Like you're, if you're doing Thanksgiving stuff at midnight. Yeah. You got a weird family. You have a, yeah. Arguably cool family. I could get behind that. <laughs> like, all right, it's midnight. Let's cut this turkey up. <laughs> Let's do it. Have you ever worked retail? No. I have not. I, that's a, a type of world I don't want to live in. That's fair. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Ryan does. Yeah, I work at Menards. Really? Yeah. Do they have Black Friday? Yes. As I say, I I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods for a few years and did my fair share of Black Fridays, and it's nuts. I've seen middle-aged yeah, women crazy. fist fight like to the ground over a hoodie. Goodness. Specifically, wow. an Under Armour Big Logo hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh wow. That we didn't have. We haven't had anything that crazy. My kid wants this. Yeah. Oh yeah. My kid needs it. People are usually in a bad mood. <laughs> Do I? The, the, the people are usually just in a bad mood. Like, uh, I mean, like I've never seen a fist fight, but they'll like you know be angry and like talking to themselves, like, "Oh, they ran out of this," or you know, whatever. I've never, I've angry. never had the crazy. The never, like, I've never had that. I went last year to buy a TV, 
on Black Friday, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to like get get to Target, like first one in, like going to have to sprint to the TV section mm-hmm. and just like walked nice leisurely walk back there. There was like 15, 20 of them still sitting there in the middle of the floor. I was like, oh, well, the, right, I'll just pick wait, this Did up. you go at midnight? Yeah, it was like probably 1220. And, they and it op- was like 20 minutes later. That's oh. crazy. Yeah. Well, when they great. when they first opened the gates, it was a it was a rush in there, I'm sure. Because I've been at Target, and Target's one of the ones that... Mm-hmm. Target does it better than anybody yes. else, though. How do we get on Black Friday? Yes. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Target Target does it better than everybody else. They're better at herding people through the store. Yes. You know, yes. And, they, and they have their lines set up yep. way beforehand. Like, they have, mm-hmm. they're prepared. Well, Walmart is insane. Yeah. It's just insanity. Walmart's yeah. got all them DVDs, and they're, like, wrapped up with plastic wrap. And then they mm-hmm. take the plastic wrap off. And within five minutes, like the big cardboard, like DVD display is crushed from people. Like I've <laughs> yeah. seen that with video games. Yeah. I've seen like within five minutes, that thing would just fell apart and video games were going everywhere. I saw a kid we went to school with. He was like climbing over people to get to the video <laughs> games. It was crazy. That's nuts. You got to love it. I enjoy just standing back and watching. Yeah. It's a, it's an experience. You know, Cause me, it's like, all right, I'll just pay the extra 20 bucks tomorrow. You know, for this game. Right. This game's $20 off. It's not worth that $20 right well, there. Well, I mean, if you're watching this big brawl go down, one's likely going to get thrown at some point. <laughs> yeah. So you just got to be on the outskirts to catch it. Right. That's true. Take That's a baseball true. glove with you. Yeah. T- <laughs> take your mitt. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be good. All right. Well, I tell you what, let's get into our discussion topic okay. for the day. So I, like many other men, love sports. Mm-hmm. Really? I do. And you do a sports podcast? Yeah. We sure? Wow. Really? Wow. I do. Yeah, we're recording it right now. Weird. Oh, how about that? It's crazy. crazy. <laughs> uh, but like many men out there, my wife could not care less about sports. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. even a little bit. So yeah. I thought it'd be fun to brainstorm ideas to get our wives into sports. Mm-hmm. The, the only time Sammy gets into it is when we're actually at the event like if we go to a Colts game she gets yeah. into it watching on TV man she could care less well that's one of the biggest things that people say is like if you want your significant other to get into sports actually go to the games don't try to get them to watch it on TV sure go to experience right. the atmosphere sure that is sports but I have an idea what's that so are you guys familiar with Pavlov's dog no Oh, yeah, yeah, the give them the reward every time they do it kind of deal. Oh, my God. Wait, (laughs) let me tell my story, Andrew. (laughs) Okay, so for those of you that don't know what Pavlov's dog is, Pavlov was a scientist, psychologist, whatever, who had a dog. Every time he rang a bell, he'd give his dog a treat. So then... (laughs) This sounds so demeaning. It's not demeaning. It's not demeaning. Every time he rang the bell, he gave the dog a treat. And then later on... He'd ring the bell, and the dog would expect a treat. That's all it is. So what I'm going to (laughs) do, if the Colts win, or if the Pacers win, Mm -hmm. we're going to go get Chick-fil-A. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. It's not demeaning. It's just like, and I'm not going to say anything about it other than right here and recorded for everyone else to listen to, because (laughs) like we said earlier, the women have stopped listening. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm going (laughs) to... You can't do that if the Colts win. I can't do what? Go get Chick Fil A. Yeah, that's true. Or, or like we'll do something. Okay, like we'll go get food. There will be some sort of tangible reward to Cheyenne for the Colts winning. <laughs> so then she has a 
a vested stake yeah, in, stake in, in the game. Yes. Yes. At first, she'll just be like, you know, I'll be like, the game's over. Like, hey, you want to go get some food? If they win. Hey, you want to go get a, you know, brew burger or something? Okay. And then she'll probably make the connection or at least subliminally make the connection that when the Colts win, I get food. <laughs> <laughs> so all of a sudden she likes it. So all of a sudden she's rooting for the Colts to win. Yeah. That's my thought. That works with you because I mean, Cheyenne loves food strategy. so much. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, what's your suggestion? Give me a better one. I don't know. Go go to the game, I guess. That's it? The only, that's the only time Sammy gets excited about it. Come on. She could really care less. She really could. It's very annoying to me how yeah. annoyed she is. That's yeah. understandable. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Does Allie like it? Um, She likes going to the games, and uh, she likes baseball. I mean, we actually watch that on TV. Uh, football could care less. Really? But, um, yeah, she likes watching the Cubs. Well, that's understand. I was actually going to ask that. Mm-hmm. Now, does she watch it by herself? If she, if um, you're not there, sometimes, not always, but she has before. So she's a casual fan of the Cubs. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's you got cool. a leg up on all of us. Yeah. 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 Sammy's not even a casual. The only time Sammy will like keep up with the game is if I'm at the game and she's like watching it just to know what my mood's going to be when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's I'm, either going to be a great drive home. Actually, no. It's either I'm going to have to drive home, <laughs> or it's going to be a very quiet ride home. Yeah, yeah like uh, last year, me and Compo went to a Purdue game, and she was keeping up with the score the whole time. She was at work that day. Mm-hmm. She's keeping up with the score that whole time just to know what kind of mood I was going to be in when I got home. It was a good one. It was a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> you won. We won. We won. I went to three Purdue games last year. Won two of them. Very happy. Nice. That's not bad. Yep. And I'm going this year to the uh, TCU game at night. It's going to be great. That'll be cool. Me and Compo. Go Horn Frogs. Wow. That was a low blow, Nick. <laughs> that was absolutely uncalled for. This is a national holiday. It's week zero in college college football. Go Frogs. And here you are pulling this crap. Go Frogs. Wow. Unreal, really. Wow. Name one player on their team. Yeah, name one. Uh, Alex Robinson. Okay. You made that yeah, up. He Quarterback, that. you made that up. Yeah, he could do that. We, I we think he was last year. I don't know if he's still there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Uhl knows every single athlete's name on planet Earth. Yeah. We could literally go get lunch or something after this, and he'll see like someone jogging. Like, oh, I know her. She's like number 13 <laughs> in the Hendricks County <laughs> cross-country team. <laughs> yeah, she played on St. Mary of the Woods uh, women's basketball team in 2011. Did they even have a basketball team? Yeah, I know a girl that played there. That's the only reason I brought that one up. <laughs> but, Ryan, how can we get our wives into sports? You seem to have done it. Yeah, you've done it. Good job. Well, I don't know that I did it. I mean, she was already into it before we were together, sort of. Okay. I mean, I got her into the Cubs, I guess. But um, Then what was? how was she into baseball and not an MLB team prior? Don't say the pants, because I hear that a lot from women. They like the pants. Yeah, they like the pants. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things. She I mean, I like, like the volleyball shorts, the so they can like the pants. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. That's not exactly yeah. a professional sport, though, right? Need to raise awareness. <laughs> beach <Collegiate>. volleyball, <laughs> professional. It's in the Olympics. Beach volleyball, bro. It's in the Olympics. <laughs> Collegiate volleyball. Collegiate volleyball. Yeah, the the Olympics are pretty good too. Okay. Yeah, because that's just be, you have to be at a certain level yeah. of shape. Yeah, you know. <laughs> this is a very misogynistic uh, podcast. Today. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, getting, Nick, it's what are you doing? Getting that way. <laughs> Come on. 
I was just helping Andrew out. I was I was speaking his thoughts. You're just an accessory to the fact. <laughs> so is Allie into other sports? Um, just strictly baseball? Softball. She played softball, okay. which is why she likes baseball. Um, gotcha. Does she get in the World Series, the softball college World Series? Not super into it. She'll watch it like if it's on. She doesn't go really look for it though. Because there was a few years. There was a few years Shelby got into that pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. I, I watch the women's World Series. It's not bad to watch. Yeah, it's the, pretty exciting. The man. women's World Series is more fun to watch than the college baseball World Series. I think. I agree. Yeah, I could go there. Yeah. Now the Little League World Series is going on right now. That's always kind of fun. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because you you get to see. Um, I remember years ago when I was a lot younger. The Maitland, Florida team had Dante Bichette on the team, and he was like their best player, just a superstar, like 12-year-old, just super good. And like his dad plays in MLB. His little brother is tearing it up for the the Blue Jays right now, and he played Major League Baseball. And I'm like, man, like that's kind of cool. Like We're going to see this kid circle. later. Yeah. I mean, you get to see the kids, and it has the little MLB equivalent when they're pitching. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like kid through 72. You're like, dang. He's 12 years old, and it's like MLB equivalent 106, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. If he grows four inches, he's going to be something one day. <laughs> is uh, literally, is it all 11 and 12-year-olds? It is, isn't it? I think so. Um, It goes up to 12. You could be like nine. It's like all-star teams. Okay. It's like yeah. what that becomes. So they can bring you up and play. Yeah. All right. Or it's like our team from Bunker Hill could have made it that far if you win, yeah. like, well, we weren't we weren't that good when I played. We weren't associated with like the little league association. Mm-hmm. We just we played. Were you like Cal Ripken or something? That's a different one. No, yeah. we weren't anything. We just they had their we had our own uh, league, the Happy Valley League. Oh, that, that became a thing because the league there were two le- bigger leagues where I grew up, and one was a Babe Ruth one, and one was a Cal Ripken one. So as it got closer to that time period, a lot of kids started coming into the league because it was the Babe Ruth deal not the Cal Ripken okay is the Babe Ruth one that's associated with the uh, Little League World Series yeah I think so right? yeah it's the yeah. same like okay the same vein yeah that's yeah. what I played I played Babe Ruth and like official it, Little League it's like a the the Little League like the association it's it's pretty big it's yeah. huge all the way across the country mm-hmm. have a whole lot of teams well on that topic I'm gonna transition a touch just mm-hmm. a touch but well, because we got into a little bit before the show was just this the the amount of football that gets played, mm-hmm. and I've I've recently just where I I work and teach and whatnot the the amount of kids I have that play football year round it's still as a, as a sport that's so taxing on your body the league that a lot of the schools and the like fifth sixth grade group is the same one that's like the Friday night tykes one like okay. that same national deal, but I had no idea that was a new thing. But how can you imagine? Like, I'm that's still hung insane. up on it. That kids play like, travel football is that's it, too it's far. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Why though? Why is it too far? Well, because it's it's such a taxing sport on your body. It's so hard on you. Sure. To have like, you know, high school football, you play what twelve games? Yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. a little bit more. And then you have you know all year to recover from that. If you're playing yeah. it all the time, you're having one week recovery periods every single week 52 times yeah. a year hmm. that's insane yep that's an insane amount of football there's no way that's healthy on these kids bodies and i'm not one that says stuff like that like i'm not one that's like oh i'll never wa- let my kids play football blah 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 it's too hard on your head but when you play it travel you're playing in at school and you're playing through a 
AAU type league, that's a lot of football. That's way lot. too much football. Yeah. No such thing. I played football. There's no way I could have done that year. <laughs> no, round. it's oh. it, it's you you need to knock that all out in a season. Your body needs that amount of recovery, yeah. especially right. all the CTE, this, that, the other, and then with the the same group of kids, what what you do when you specialize them at you know fourth grade, and you say, oh, Johnny's gonna play football from fourth grade all the way to twelfth, and then he's gonna go play in college. It's like, well, they you get burnt out. Yeah, you get burnt out for one. You get to a point where you're like, this just isn't fun anymore. And there's benefits to playing basketball, to playing baseball. There's different skills, different things that you pick up that help you in the other sports. And by, uh, I just can't. That's why college basketball players go on to be tight ends in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, that that skill set, the skills they build and the athleticism that gets cultivated. Yeah. And basketball helps a lot when they get to football. Yeah. An athletic power forward, his body's perfect to be a tight end. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron <laughs> LeBron James has a football body. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does. Jimmy Graham was a college yeah. basketball player mm-hmm. at the U. Uh, who else? Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. Uh, Demetrius Harris, I think, was. He's a uh, place for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Colts had one uh, a few years ago. Swope. Was it Swope? Eric Swope. Yeah, yep. he's still on the team. Uh, I think he played. I think they got yeah, rid of him. He, he went to the Raiders. Yeah. I think he's he with was the Raiders. replaced by Mo Ali Cox. Okay. Who also is a basketball player. Mo Ali Cox is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, they they always end up being tight ends every time. And Reed Travis, Ross Travis, mm-hmm. something like that. They uh the Colts also had from Penn State, another basketball guy. They had a rugby player last year, the year before, who they wanted to be their oh, fullback. Daniel Adongo. Yep, yes, that's it. Was that it? Yes. Yeah. He he was from Australia or New Zealand, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't pan out. No, so that position's kind of went by the yeah. wayside anyway. Well, that was a Ryan yeah. Grigson try to save my job, try yeah. to be outside the box kind of deal. True. He was so trash. Yep. Can we just talk about how trash he was for a second? Just terrible. Wow, he was trash. Rough. Oof. And uh-huh. I was talking about Ryan Grigson. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite segment of the first <laughs> Say bad things about Ryan Grigson. Well, let's let's go around the circle. Let's all say one bad thing about Ryan Grigson. Andrew, go. He traded for Trent Richardson, which ended up being a oh. terrible deal. He uh, slicks back his hair and looks really greasy. Yeah, he looks like a douche. Like he blew way too much money on has been NFL players. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. He hates dogs. He hates dogs. No, I just know he does. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I, I don't have proof. <laughs> if we had any proof. women listeners left, they're all gone now. Yeah, <laughs> talking about hating dogs. Yeah, very true. He hated all things fun. Yeah, he did that. He did that. He hated Pat McAfee. He hated say, winning. He That's ruined. Sure. He, ruined uh, he ruined definitely the Colts. hated winning. <laughs> he ruined the Colts. That's yeah. my bad thing. I have to say. Oh, and then he went to the Browns, and then he went to the Raiders. Uh, uh what to say? He went Seahawks. He went to the Raiders for a while. Did was he? For some yeah. reason, I wanted to say he was with the he. That he went to the Seahawks. And, I think and they the picked him office. up at some Did point. They? Yeah, and then they cut him like before. The He's year. in Canada now, I think, and he and he working for the CFL somewhere. Well, Who here's knows? here's how I like to look at it. If I'm an NFL organization and I hire Grigson to work in my front office, then whatever he tells me to do, I just do the opposite, and it'll yeah. pan out. <laughs> well, the the sad thing is, is that he has the decision. Like he has the final say. Well, I'm saying not as your GM. I'm saying bring him oh, in as somebody him. else in the front office to be an advisor. And you say, all right, so who do you want us to sign? And they say, well, 
you know, you need to sign Trent Richardson. He's he's really talented. He's going to be a star. And you say, okay, so we're not signing Trent. <laughs> so he is blacklisted. Yes. From our organization. Man, talk about the worst football player of all time. Statistically, I mean, geez, he might be. He might be. He was absolutely horrid. Well, his first year wasn't bad. He still only with got the Browns. Like, that the first Browns. year, he was pretty solid. He only got like three yards of carry, though. Yeah, it like, wasn't great. He had, uh, I mean, uh, he had a bunch of touchdowns, like goal line yeah. scores, and then he really only had like nine hundred yards, and it was like three yards of carry. Yeah, but that that Browns team, his first year was pretty. It was Joe Thomas. Yeah, and it, nobody. I'm, I have blanks. Brandon <laughs> Wheaton, man. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Yeah, it, it Trent Richardson was just man. I think he got paid so much money to be that bad too. I mean, the the, yeah. the Colts need to just stay away from big name running back from trades because well, I mean trades too. But you know, Joseph Adai was one they drafted. He was good for a few years, but doesn't hey, I, pan out. I mean, I'll it's, always it's, respect Joseph Adai because he helped win that Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I I love Joseph Adai, but well, he was in the NFL for what five years? Yeah. Something yeah, like that. Which at, yeah. at that point, that was about the lifespan of a uh, running back. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. mid early to mid 2000s, running backs did not last very long. Didn't he just like put on a lot of weight and then just kind of. Yeah, he got fat. Yeah, he, was he went to play out. somewhere else after yeah. he left here. I want to say the Cardinals, but that's not true because Edron James went to the Cardinals when he left at Indianapolis. Yeah. Man. But Edron James, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark days. Man. You just can't you can't top that. You Those just, teams are fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it was awesome. That was that team is what got me into football really. Because when I was a little kid, I wasn't really big into it. But watching that team with Peyton, Reggie, Edge, Marvin, uh, Dallas Clark, yep. Uh, yep. who else was on, on defense? They had what Gary yeah, Gary Stokely. Brackett, Raheem Brock, Robert Mathis, uh, Marlon Jackson, Dwight, Dwight Freeney. Freeney. Yeah. Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders. Ooh. If when that was guy healthy. was like 15 pounds bigger and had a couple more inches to where his body could stay, sustain that level of play of what he did, because mm-hmm. he was just a... He I'm, hit so hard. I mean, what was he? 5'9", maybe 190, 200? Yeah, he was small. And he would just fly in and pop guys. Your body yeah. can't take that. Yeah, yeah he right. was awesome. He was awesome. He could have been a Hall of Famer, I think, if, if he would have stayed healthy. He was that good. <laughs> he had a chance. It's never too late. He can always come back. Yeah, he can come back. <laughs> so I have a question. Speaking of modern NFL, I didn't watch it, but I saw that the Packers... Okay, one, the Packers and the Raiders played in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and then they played on an 80-yard field. Yeah, there was there was this, this like halfway little bit of a hole in one of the end zones. Okay. And so it... Because that's where... So, the, the goalposts in Canadian football, they're on the goal line. They're not behind the end zone. Right, which is weird. Yeah. But isn't dangerous. there a field, for some reason, I'm thinking, isn't there a field 120? It's, a, it's 110 yards, 110 I think, yards, But is it's it? wider, too. I'm not sure the dimension wider. Yeah, it's a little different. And they only play three downs. Yeah, that's the Just weirdest a thing. a wonky thing. Yeah. But anyway, they played on the 80-yard field because yeah. why? Because there was a hole, like the end zones were in bad shape, and there was just kind of this like halfway dug in hole. It wasn't like this like ten foot crater that like if you scored a touchdown crossing it that you were just gonna oh well see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Your entire leg yeah, is gonna I'm, go I'm stuck in a well and we need to call the fire department. It was an ankle twister then. Yeah, I mean it would have yeah. been something that if a guy hit it wrong at one point and 
I don't think the field was in the best of shape anyway, I want to say. But outside of that, I mean, I don't think a single starter played. I looked at the box score after in the Raiders. It was 27 guys plus Nathan Peterman that I've never heard of. So, you know, whatever. The they, the Winnipeg officials were really angry at the NFL. Really? Yeah, they were firing backs. So like, That's ridiculous that you couldn't play on that field and all that. These guys are $100 million players. Yeah. You know? That's the... the if I'm an owner, like if I'm at Mark Davis, yeah, and uh, Antonio Brown, which he wouldn't have played, but he goes through, catches a slant, and steps in that hole. Well, there's the season. <laughs> All right, uh, let me uh, let me hear your thoughts on that real quick on the Antonio Brown situation. It, it's what you expected. I mean, yeah. I'm not angry. I mean, I expected him to be a drama queen, but if he comes out week one like they're saying and he balls out. That's what you pay for. That's it. I mean, look at every top receiver, right? Like DeAndre Hopkins. I love that guy. Competitor, great, but he's also one that he has his ego. OBJ, we know he's got his ego. Mm. All of them except for, you know, your Mike Evans of the world. Now, honestly, I, I don't really put him in that top echelon, but they, that's what you get. He needs a quarterback. Well, yeah, Jameis Winston, Fitzmagic, the revolving door they've had. Yeah. Not good. We were watching a little bit of the Bucks game last night at Brewlink, and they are mm-hmm. just terrible. Yeah, every year. Yeah, their their offensive line is trash. The Bengals, though. Yeah, they're going to be so bad. Yeah, yeah. That came on afterward. And that that goodness. Yeah, their first round picks already done for the year. That lineman, Jonah Williams. Yeah, man, I w- <laughs> that makes sense because they that that came on after the Bucks game when we were out last night and. Four of their offensive linemen are those like washed up has been guys that you're like every year they're with some team like they really think he has a shot to stick at right tackle. This is a big time for this franchise. He's going to be the guy. And then it's like week three and they're like, well, Johnny's already given up 19 sacks in three weeks. Andy Dalton's neck is snapped in three pieces, but he's playing. (laughs) That's that. That's the type of offensive line they've got right now. Are they going to be the worst team in the league? Maybe. A lot of people think the Dolphins are going to be picking first next year. Dolphins, Dolphins. or I can see Cardinals. You think Jets? That, yeah. No, not the Jets. No, the Jets I think will be okay. You think Le'Veon's going to do that much for them? Well, they've got Le'Veon, and they went out and added pieces on the defense. And yeah, the defense okay. already has a good level of talent. So Yeah, but have you seen how ugly their uniforms are? They're better than what they used to be, I think. I disagree. Those helmets are terrible. Yeah, they are. Did they change the helmet from being white? Yeah. Uh, the helmet yeah, I don't green. like. I don't like it's the green. helmet, but oh. I like the jerseys a little bit better. They were just very plain. They look like high school jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. And a lot of people said about that about the Cleveland Browns jerseys now. I never thought those looked like high school jerseys. I think Cleveland looks good. Yeah, they yeah. look good. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought I'd say that about a brown jersey, but here we are. Yeah, they look yeah. good. Well, they incorporated more orange. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, needed yeah. to. This uh, the the Jets thing is just one miss on Nike's part. Yeah, everything else which they can the, take that. Everything else <laughs> they've done for the NFL has has looked great. That's very true. I even think the the Titans' new jerseys are slick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's nice because always before just NFL jerseys were just inherently boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I'll tell yeah. you the the Jaguars. Since they got their little reboot, I've I've liked theirs a lot more than what they previously were. Right, the that like tealish, ugly color with Byron Leftwich and David Garrard. 
mm-hmm. horrendous. Mm-hmm. But at least the black and they've kind of, you know, the matted helmets and for a color scheme that's already bad and a bad market, those have been those have been good. Black NFL jerseys always look good. Period. Yes. Yeah. It, but football jerseys in general. In period, yeah. Black looks good. I mean, eh, I mean black is boring. All black, slick. Yeah, I, I would disagree with you there. The yeah. only team that can rock all black well? Purdue University. Well, it's basically the same. I was going to say the Saints. Yeah, same color scheme. It's black and old gold. Yeah. Uh, I don't the know. Ravens. The, the Ravens look good with that black yeah. with a little purple in it. That is true. I'll give you that. The Steelers, I don't think, looks bad. Black and yellow. That I hate, no. Yeah, I hate the Steelers so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for the Steelers because they're. I think they're the. To me, almost, almost, the equivalent of my my thoughts on the Rockets and the NBA is how I feel about the Steelers and the NFL. How so? A dumpster fire, because they let they and it's the same thing with the Packers. Personally, I mean, I think they're they run more functionally than the Rockets do, but it's. You give Aaron Rodgers, you give Ben Roethlisberger so much autonomy over the organization. So any head coach that comes in there, it's it's Aaron Rodgers, then Matt Lafleur. Okay. It's Ben Roethlisberger, then it's Mike Tomlin, and so then it, the whole team just is like, well, Ben Ben Roethlisberger's running it, and it just sets a bad precedent. Mike Tomlin's only still there because Ben Roethlisberger's still there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Once he retires, they're gonna fire him. Surely. Well, no, they they extended his contract to match Roethlisberger's, so they just be, won't extend it. Probably, yeah. he's probably going to be done. Yeah, that's yeah. a long run. Any, I mean, yeah. For how him, many NFL coaches besides Bill Belichick have stayed somewhere as long? I mean, Tomlin's probably that next guy up, right? Yeah. Uh, Ron Rivera on the Panthers. He's been there. He's a been while. there a while. Not, not as long as Tomlin uh, yeah. probably, but he's getting up for he's a long been, time. Yeah. What's his name for Seattle? He's been Pete there. Yeah, Pete, Pete Carroll, Carroll probably close. Yeah, I mean, he got there in 2011 or 2010, something like that. Yeah, that's a pretty good run for yeah. an NFL coach. Yeah, yeah. It really is. I mean, anymore they fire guys after two years. Yeah, I mean, if if you win a Super Bowl with your team, it buys you five years. Well, that basically buys you, okay, you can stay here until you're done. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of an example. Well, I, uh, Mike McCarthy, he yeah. was he yeah. was let go. But he was also in Green Bay for a very long time. And that was the Aaron Rodgers situation. Right. Yep. He was there when Brett Favre was playing, right? Uh, like for the transition, so. right? I want to say, yeah. 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 He was. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah, that is a while. <laughs> Um, I mean, well, it depends on which Brett Favre retirement you want to talk about. Oh. Some were more recent than others. The first one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. But, I mean, John Harbaugh is still in Baltimore because they mm, won Harbaugh, a Super Bowl. that's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, just about anyone that has won a Super Bowl with their team. Sean Payton. Sean Payton, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Been, that's he's a been long in there long. a while. Yeah, he's yeah. been there a while. He was paying guys to get hurt. Yeah. And still stayed. That's how much they like him. And he is a good coach. He's one of the better coaches, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I mean, he's one that if he's your your team's head coach, they sign Sean Payton, you're pretty you're happy. happy. Yeah. yeah, you're real happy about that. Remember when there was all that talk about the Colts trading for Sean Payton? Yeah. Essentially trading a player to get Sean Payton as their head coach before Chuck Pagano came in? <laughs> if only they would have done that. Mm-hmm. See, that 
I heard that they also wanted to do that at the end of Chuck Pagano's really? tenure with the Colts. Yeah, before they, um, before they, before they even thought about Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Thank God that didn't work. Yeah, I, mean, I think you guys are in a better spot with uh, with Reich. With Reich, Reich, yeah, yeah. He's a I'm good big Reich guy. He's a good offensive mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good coach. Yeah, yeah. I like him. I like having him. <clears throat> It'll be interesting to see. If Josh McDaniels, because surely he's been promised the keys to the car, right? I think so. So we'll see if he can keep up the Patriot way. Nope. Nobody can. It's It's been shown so many times that anybody that leaves that organization cannot keep up the Patriot way with wherever they go. But the Patriots are already bought into that. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's hard to go into a new organization with, you know, 53 new guys and say, hey, this is how we're doing things. I need because you know we want to win a championship, and you need to buy into it right now. Mm-hmm. Those guys are like, no, like yeah. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. you're not going to come yeah. in here and just tell us that. What's his name's running into that in uh, Detroit right now? Yeah, Patricia. Yeah, Patricia. Yeah, Patricia. Yeah, he's running into that to Detroit because he, he tried to do the Belichick thing up there, and I don't think that they. I think he's lax off of it after his first year. No one can command the respect that Bill Belichick can. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he he's just a transcendent coach. Uh, it seems like just about every league has one. They have him. The NBA has. Uh, I'd probably say Popovich. Popovich, yeah. Uh, MLB, I guess you could almost say Joe Madden, just because he's the most popular coach. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seems like everybody and college football is. Full of coaches or college basketball. I mean, yeah, full of those guys. Your Izzo, Shashevskis, mm-hmm. all of those. Coach K. Yes, Shashevsky. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it pronounced that way. Isn't that how you say? It? Yeah, Shashevsky. Shashevsky. Jim like Beheims. That's why he's called him Coach K. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. It's a Polish name or something. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Interesting. I learned something today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Beheim. Mm-hmm. Um. Calipari, as much as I hate him. Matt Painter, he's great. Why do you hate Calipari? <laughs> not going there. Yeah, I hate Calipari. We're not Cal going Pari down that too. can of worms. <laughs> I do. I hate Calipari. Yeah. Calipari, he's not even. He, for some reason, he's gotten the stigma that he is a great place to go if you want to go to the NBA. And he's not a good coach. I mean, I, I'll never, give them, and I used to be where you are, I think, on this, of. I hate the guy because he's not a coach. He just gets the best players. And when you get the top, you know, five of the top ten guys in the nation, you should be good. They're already, if you would have never touched them, they would have been lottery picks in the NBA. Like, that, it's just, that's where I used to be on it. I'll give him some credit that he does do something in the way of getting them to play in, like, some kind of a system. He does. I mean, it's a dribble drive. So, I mean, it's it's some it's a it's a system of basketball. I mean, they they play AAU ball in college. And it's it's you a know? little different. Little there's a little bit more structure. So okay. I give him, and I hate the guy. So I give him a, a touch <laughs> of credit for that. But at the same time, like man, it, your whole roster is five stars, right? Like yeah. you're not. He's not doing as much with what he has had. I mean, you, you take his, and if you just want to go off recruiting rankings on it. The amount of stars he's had versus any other team each individual year that he has been at Kentucky, I would be willing to bet that he has 
outranked or outnumbered any other team that they've played that season. So in that way of it, he underperforms, right? If yeah. you have the most talented team, you should probably win the championship. People forget that he's only won one championship. Yeah. I mean, he's went several Final Fours, Elite Eights, and when you talk to your diehard Kentucky fans, like, well, yeah, they're in the tournament every year. I'm like, well, yeah, but they've got the most talented yeah. team. That one year they had 10 four- or five-star players. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if, if the Warriors lose the championship, like, they underperformed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the most talented team. Yeah. But Duke's a lot the same way. Duke has the... They've transitioned to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coach K is really change the way he does things yeah uh, to oh. to meet up with well basically following the calipari model yeah but doing it better yeah well he's just better i mean yeah he's a better he's a coach that's yeah, he, why he's coaching team usa basketball yeah you know it's <laughs> he him and john wooden are probably the two greatest basketball coaches of all time yeah so and john wooden was kind of like them uh calipari and shusevsky as in he could get anybody he wanted from anywhere in the country Poor UCLA. To go play at UCLA. Such history. Yeah, and they have nothing. Such disappointment. Which is weird. It's weird that they can't get a coach in there that well, they like. Their, their admin won't throw the money to athletics. Yeah. they they Their basketball team, Alfred, when he was there, like they would fly like coach to games. Really? Like a 12-hour flight, they'd fly like coach. That's weird. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me being They'd like take a school, bus but. to like a game in Nevada. Like, wow. Like, they just, it's like not a Greyhound. Yeah. I mean, you, you just don't do that when you're at that high and you've got a program that has that much pool, that much money. I mean, you don't. If you want to be a good team, you just don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The exact opposite of Oregon. Oregon throws all the money that they can. And they're still screwed up. Still, yeah, they still screw it up. Oregon just tries to look cool, really, is what they do. And they do. They do look cool. They yeah, look cool they every time they lose. <laughs> well, they're like they're loaded on the college basketball topic. They are loaded this year. So whenever they yeah. inevitably flounder and go like twenty-two and twelve, we'll yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You ever tried to watch a game there? It's hard. That court, that court is screwy up. Yeah. Arena. Yeah, it is screwy. I watched their away games against like Washington State. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at twelve o'clock on a Wednesday night, <laughs> they can get some studs to go there too because they look cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, th- their poll is: Hey, if you're really good at Oregon, Nike, you can get a deal with Nike. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They just picked up a guy for this class who reclassified and Folly Dante. Guy's like six eleven, two sixty. He reclassified from a junior to a senior or whatever. Yeah, and he's like two forty to two sixty range of a six eleven guy. Wow, it's a man. That's a man. <laughs> it's not a basketball a player. That's a man. Yeah, yeah. They, they. I don't know what happened to their football program. Mariota and Helfrich left. Yeah, but they. Well, that, didn't they fight? They got they shipped Helfrich out. Yeah. Yeah. They they like. Fired him pretty much, and then Taggart I think came in next. Willie Taggart, and then Taggart was there for one year, and then he went to Florida State, and then Mario Cristobal, who's been I want to say that's who their head coach is now, and he's kind of been his whole career was one of those like assistants that's a big time recruiter right. that your Sabins and Jimbo Fisher type coaches hire, and then the players love him, so they said, "Well, Mario, you got the job." Yeah. And It'll be interesting to see what they do yeah. this year. Because With the Herbert. Pac-12, yeah, Pac-12 is very light. 
Mm-hmm. Or it's an easy conference. Mm-hmm. Well, USC, you want to talk about a dumpster fire. Yeah, that's a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, good night. A once great program. Well, I just I don't understand that their their quarterback is absurdly talent. All of their they have three receivers returning from last year and they've got three or four or five star just top flight top 20 athletes in the nation coming in on that offense and they're still probably going to win seven games <laughs> we'll see who, who hates usc more nick or ryan huh i, I hate him because uh are you a like notre dame yeah. fan yeah. hey <laughs> there it is there it is go irish born and bred go irish yeah do you hate Michigan or or USC more? It's tough. Mm. I'd probably say USC yeah. because USC. Uh, they, um, you know, broke my heart back in the day. Like when I was getting into football is when like the Charlie Weiss and Brady Quinn. That was me. Were, that was me. Darius Walker, Raymond McKnight, yes. Samarja, Jeff Carlson. Oh, that was man. what got me into football and the Pete Carroll spoiled at all time by beating them. <laughs> so I, I They'd be 11 and 0 going into rivalry week and get beat. Yep. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was tough. Tough games. Yeah. I don't really care for Michigan. They're going to continue to underperform as long as Harbaugh's there. It's just what it is. They're saying they're the favorite to win the Big Ten this year. They'll flounder yeah, it away. Yeah, they'll yeah. screw it up. I don't know. I don't know who else could take them. They're just. Ohio State's not going to be there. Penn State isn't there yet. Uh, Wisconsin's having a bat. It's going to have a little bit of a down year, I think. Ohio State's always good, though. Yeah. That's well, true. but this is the first year without Urban Meyer. Yeah. That, it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Ryan gonna, Day. Gonna be, so they're gonna dip a little bit, I think. I don't so know. I don't know Justin Fields. I just don't know who's gonna be there to to beat Michigan. Wisconsin done with. could they're, always pull it. Wisconsin's lost a whole lot of players. Uh but don't isn't Jonathan Taylor back? Yeah, and that's uh, one of the best running backs in the nation. Yeah. And you if know, not the best. And it's Wisconsin, right? Yeah. So we know that those five guys on the offensive line they lost. I think Studs. two or three of them to the draft last year. They're gonna replace them with. More three studs. more six five three hundred and ten pound just, white guys just men named Bo yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I've been fed cheese all their life yeah, yeah. like Bo Jocko and Ron it does seem like they have a lot of bows yeah last year Bo Ben Schwanzel uh, David Edwards that was two of the guys they lost off their offensive line so I don't know but yeah they've always got them stud linemen yeah. And and Jonathan Taylor is a beast. Yeah, Penn State, they could all well they're they're coming off of losing McSorley, so I don't know what their quarterback situation is going to look like. So, yeah, the Big Ten's not going to be great. This Go year, Hoosiers! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's hope, their year. <laughs> I hope they're five or I hope they're um five and seven. Yeah, five and seven again. I, I hope they can get. Six I hope six. they're five and six going into the bucket game again. That'd be three <laughs> years in a row that we can. Stop him from going to a bowl. It feels good. I did see an article on uh, Hammer and Rails this year or this week. It had been 1,000 days since IU has beaten Purdue in football or basketball. Has it really? Yeah. Man. Wow. How's that feel? I'll be fine. <laughs> we found they get that sweep this year. <laughs> it felt good reading that article. I think I shared it on Facebook. You probably did. I'm sure I did. But yeah, over a thousand days without heartbreak. And I know it's coming again and it's going to hurt all that much more, but I hope it's another thousand before that happens. <sighs> it's over. It's over? It's over. It, bas- coming for the sweep. Basketball is going to be rough this year, I think. No Carson Edwards for Purdue is going to be rough. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. rough. We got some talent, but they're not going to be no. you know, 
if, the caliber if, that they were. If Purdue basketball this year does not say, hey, Travion Williams, we're throwing you the ball about 40 times a game, you better have 25, then they're doing something wrong. Yeah. That's 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 what it's going to be for them. Yeah. Which, ah, they still got shooters. They got uh, some shooters Well, no, there. I mean, you've got to throw it to Williams in there because oh, he's going to play from the post. And then dish. Matt Harms, Kick. man. Matt Harms. Oh, he's, gonna God. Have he's back year. too? Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carson, I think, is the only... Car, well, Carson and... um, uh, What's his name from Carmel? The shoot, Ryan Klein. Mm. Yeah. And, oh, and Grady Eifert, he's gone too. That was the three seniors. I've kind of pushed that they're gonna team need to out find of my a, mind. They're going to need to find a glue guy. Yeah, they do. Uh, they got Tommy Loose. <laughs> Tommy Loose. He's the he he is the lone senior this year. The only senior on the team. They said if they if they uh, sweep IU this year, this year, he will have never lost to IU. Really? Wow. In his career. Huh. It's pretty sweet. He's beat him uh 5 times already. Man, oh man! And it was mostly Tommy it's gonna be a Lewis. sour end. It was mostly sour Tommy loose. He's he's the stud there, you know. Yeah, yeah. All five four That's of what them. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it, boys. Anyway, is there anything else we need to get into? Me, and Ryan got our fantasy draft this tonight. Yes, we. You do. guys got yours coming up, or we always do ours the Sunday before. The regular season. Oh, so you do it late, late. We do it very late. Well, I mean, you don't want to draft someone and have them get injured in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. right. This was the one weekend that everybody was free. Yeah, it kind of works out that way. Yeah. That's you, Nick. Have you had one yet? Uh, I think I've got one on Friday, and we've got a. It's, a, it's my work league. A bunch of oh. teachers, and we've got a trophy that's about five feet tall. Really? That travels. It's someone's you like keep it in the. It, I don't even know what kind of trophy it is at this point. It's got a duct taped uh, Colts like. Pez dispenser that plays music <laughs> taped to the top of it with one of the other teachers' faces printed on it. So does the winner keep it in their classroom? Oh, you betcha. Yeah. You know he's still holding on to it. <laughs> That's right. So it's in That's your classroom, right? right oh now. yeah. All my kids are like, Why do you have that trophy? I'm like, like ask your other teachers. Because I won fantasy football. Go talk to Mr. Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> That's his face up there. That's hilarious. That is great. Uh, That's hilarious. It, it would be fun to have something like that. Yeah, it's fun because then you walk in and you say, hey. <laughs> yeah, every time he walks in your classroom, be like, hey, remember that? Hey, you, you remember uh, when uh, Damian Williams crapped the bed for you? I know, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> remember when you drafted Kareem Hunt? About <laughs> <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. still a sensitive Ooh. subject. Yeah, yeah for, Ryan, for Ryan too. Ooh. He got me good last year too. My department head drafted Le'Veon Bell second. And, so did I, and he was like 3-12. and 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that bad, but yeah. It so what pick you got tonight? Four. Four? I got three. Who are you taking? I don't know. I maintain is it, is it a PPR league? No, standard. Ah. Uh, never mind then. It's gonna be hopefully I'm thinking Kamara and Saquon are gonna be gone. And then McCaffrey will be there for the taking. I think for Saquon's three. gonna be money. No I love Saquon Barkley. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I feel like Nate will take Kamara because he knows who he is. Yeah. He might not look at Saquon and be like, oh, I like that guy. He'll probably take the name he knows. Yeah, that's true. That's what Nate does. Yeah. So PPR leagues. If I've never if done one. They're the best. And when you get a guy like Antonio Brown who gets 15 catches a week, that's 15 points. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I'm not a fan of that, personally. <laughs> well, it makes it when you have to pick up a guy for a week or if you get an injury, then it's easier right. to say, like, well, then I, mm, are they going to, mm, I don't know. 
you can you can play that game. Oh, it's right. it's tough. It's like we were talking last night. Wide receivers are a crapshoot every week, mm-hmm. basically. Because mm-hmm. I want to take one of the one of them at four. I don't think I would take Zeke maybe, yeah. but he hasn't signed. Stan played that game last year, so Oof. no thanks. Yeah, hard <laughs> pass on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. unless I you get a notification that says oh he signed, then okay. Yeah, he'll show up and play. But before that, oh, not touching you. Sorry, bud. Todd Gurley's a reach, I think, too, there. Yeah, I don't know. I might, I, might do, I might do it, though. I don't know. I'd, I'd go at four? At four? Yeah, I don't think that's a reach. Mm, that's Why are you a saying reach? it's a reach? No. Because he's been battling injury. Uh, if if the Rams would have missed the playoffs last year, he'd still be talked about as like a top five pick. They sure. just happened to go into the playoffs and like, oh, man, he might be a little tired but that's at the end of the year he made it like all the way through except for one game he sat i mean he did have a heck of a workload last year yeah kamara and barkley are off the board and zeke still hasn't signed i mean what other back would you would running back would you pick because i'm not touching bell either i'm mad at him i'm taking mccaffrey i was gonna say mccaffrey's he the his usage yeah so passes runs everything Exactly. He's not the best running back by any means, but he's just he's going to get those touches. Yeah. He's a 25-point a game. Oh, oh, week. oh I'm sure. Easy. Easy. Right. Uh, I would take him at four, but he's going to take him, I know. So that's where it leaves me with whichever Gurley. Whichever one of those three is left out of Kamara, Saquon, and McCaffrey, I'm taking. Yeah. I don't, know. I'm, I don't even have to keep it a secret because that's just – Everybody knows that already. I that's mean, the top three. Could I throw a curveball and take Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, if he doesn't beat someone again. Well, last year I won it, and I took Antonio Brown at three. Yeah. He did because I took Bell because I wanted Gurley because I thought the guy picking number one would pick Zeke because he had him the year before and went to the championship but ultimately lost. Mm-hmm. So I figured, oh, he'll take Zeke, so I'm gonna get Gurley. Cool. No, he drafted Gurley, so I was like, oh crap. Mm. Ryan was also passed out five minutes before the. Um, the draft. The draft started. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't in the best state of mind either. So I took the name. I've had him before. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I like Le- Le'Veon. I guess I'll take him. Mm. Worked so. out perfect for me. See, I knew in my heart, like, I shouldn't take Le'Veon Bell. And then it was my turn to pick. And I panicked. I'm like, no, you have to take Le'Veon Bell. Because if you don't, <laughs> he's going to run over everybody. Right. But he didn't. Yeah. No. That was... uh Last year was the least fun I've ever had. I was the most fun I've ever had. Yeah, you won. <laughs> yeah, it was. DeAndre Hopkins. It was that might be one to think about. That's definitely a first round take. Yeah, I just I don't know if I want to take them at four though. Yeah, I don't know. A later first round pick probably I would take him, but I don't. A lot of people have David Johnson for the Cardinals. No, no. there's guard way. I'm away from him. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah. No, that's my thought. He was the he was the big sexy pick last year too, and mm. well, he got hurt yeah. for like the second year in a row. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, if I can get him in the second round, yeah, I'll take him all day. But I just I I think the Cardinals are going to be abysmal. I agree, hundred percent. I don't see the hype for him. They've well, been and hyped up sort of like oh, you know, Larry Fitzgerald's talking about how good Kyler looks and whatever. Yeah, he's looked terrible in the preseason. Cliff Kingsbury, yeah. I, I still don't buy it. He got pretty much fired at Texas Tech. <laughs> he, had, he had a losing record. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Larry Fitzgerald is ancient, 36, 37 now at least. How is he not retired? Is this his last year? You think? Probably. <sighs> yeah. I said that last year, and the year before. Yeah. How many yards until he can pass Jerry Rice? 
I don't know. I, I think it's quite a ways away. Probably. I think so. I think it's like four thousand yards away. Jeez, he's never getting there if it's that far. Yeah. Well, Jerry Rice played until he was forty. He's like forty or forty-one. Well, Ryan, what if Pat Mahomes is there? In the at first four? Round? I mean, that's best quarterback oh. in the NFL. Is the no. MVP no last way. year? That's I don't know. Based uh, on last year's performance, you can't expect that. Uh, to happen I again. guess you're right. I guess you're right. And I, I wait on QBs anyway. Yeah, I mean, you can play matchups with QBs. Like the year I won in 2015, my team was I had more running backs and receivers, so I was built, and all I needed was. I don't know, 15, 20 a week from mm-hmm. the quarterback just to keep me afloat. Yeah. That's all I had to do. And so I just, boop, get the little late round guys and waiver wire yeah. dudes. There you go. Jerry Rice has 22,895 all time yards. Larry Fitzgerald has 16,279. Oh, 4,000 yards. Cool. That's uh, a lot. Closer to 6,000 yeah, like yards. 6,000. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Larry Fitzgerald is second. <sighs> Jerry Rice. Nobody's man. ever going to. He was amazing. Well, he played so long. Well, and that's that was his style. He would catch it, and he didn't say, all right, I'm going to try and run over you. He said, I'm going to catch this. There's a guy there. There's a guy there. I'm just going to go down. I'll get my five yards. Next play, I'll go out and get five more. And right. It's just he was very he was smart. smart with his body. He played in 303 career games. Larry Fitzgerald has played in 234. Wow. Yeah, so Larry ain't catching that. Well, Reggie Wayne is... 10th and Marvin Harrison is ninth. Mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison only played in 190 games. He was a, he was was a, a short career. Yeah. Because number three is, uh, it's not Ocho Cinco. It, no, it's Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens, Randy Moss. Then who's that? Bruce? Who's Bruce? <laughs> Random Bruce. Isaac Bruce from uh, uh, yeah, Isaac Bruce. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez. Uh, Tim Brown. Oh, Raiders. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, let's touch on that real quick. Have you seen the uh, any of the Hard Knocks? Mm-mm. I watched the first two episodes. I didn't watch this week's yet. Don't have Did HBO. you watch this week's, Grant? I didn't. Oh, yeah. The third episode. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched the third one yet. But I don't know what's going on over there in Oakland. But No? Well, I, I don't know. What's, what's your take on it? My thought is Antonio Brown is more concerned with the kind of helmet he's wearing rather than contributing to his team. Uh-huh. John Gruden is more concerned with being popular John Gruden. Yeah, like being on camera, doing his thing. He's really putting on a show, too, for them cameras, I think. Yes. He loves it. He, yeah. He's a camera ham guy. I mean, you know, he's been doing it for years, so that yeah. makes sense. I mean, that's not an easy thing to... Well, and you know, what you, what also up. helps from that too is the more he can pitch that team. Think about the money that's also going to bring in for the team. If people are watching Hard Knocks and he's just this motivating and just just pitching it to the camera, then people watch it like, oh man, the Raiders are going to be good this year. <sighs> Orders Raiders jersey, cha ching, cha ching, all the way down. No, that's that's a business strategy. I mean, they're doing it before, like strategically before they move to Las Vegas. Yeah. So that they have a fan base in Las Vegas, which I don't know that they. They they signed him knowing full well. I mean, they gave him a ten year deal, which yeah. I'm I'm still not a fan that they gave him that much money and for that long for a head coach because it's what it is. But they want him to be the face of the Las Vegas franchise mm-hmm. because he's the perfect guy to pitch a new city, new team in that like in that that part of the you know country. And for now, yeah, you, eventually you got to stack some wins on there. Well, I know, I mean I, he's going to be there. I think. As long as they don't go like one and fifteen or something ridiculous, which yeah. I don't think is possible this year, 
if there's any improvement, even if they're the same or one or two wins above, I think he's good for two years in Las Vegas at least. One thing about him I've noticed is that he cusses a lot, and he's mm-hmm. not really that good at it. He's not a good cusser. Good <laughs> he just throws in cuss words all willy-nilly without any meaning behind him. And I I, I don't know. Well, it's I probably because yeah. he was on Monday Night Football for so long, so he couldn't He couldn't, and now, he's, now he's like, oh, he's I got to to put it in to sound yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah, he's just not good at it, though. He just cusses uh, for no reason, it seems like. That's understandable. And I cuss quite a bit, but uh, but I, I put the words where they need to go. <laughs> The right syntax for swearing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said the other day he told, what's his name? That was a good S-word drive when they come off a, a, a touchdown If you, if you would have just cut drive and just said that was good. Yeah. Or that's yeah. good. Yeah. Leave it. But he said good S-word drive. S-word doesn't go there. No. <laughs> You're thinking F-word, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. But Hard Knocks, I always enjoy. I like it. It's pretty good. This is my first time ever watching it. Yeah. Last year, I was convinced that Tampa was going to be good because I think that's what happens every year on Hard Knocks. They pick a crappy team and convince you that they're going to be good. I just don't know. No, it was the Browns last year. Mm -hmm. Tampa was the year before. Right. Yeah. I just don't know that... I mean, John Gruden did not inherit a good situation. He did. No. not. Mm -hmm. I mean, no. There was a reason (laughs) there was a change. There was a reason there was a coaching yeah. change. I mean, he inherited a that entire defense had, I'll say maybe three players that were that are NFL players that need to be playing every snap, mm-hmm. and that that's a maybe when he inherited the job. And so, I mean, you you have to build an entire defense. Then he traded the best one. Mm-hmm. Well, the, <laughs> they were going to be bad anyway, and they were going to have to pay him so much money. Then they t- if you look at it. What they got for this year by trading and not giving Khalil Mack twenty five million or whatever it was, you wind up with Lamarcus Joyner, Pro Bowl safety. You wind up with Trent Brown, who is one of the best, better offensive linemen to sure up your offensive line. Um, I'm forgetting someone else. I'm forgetting someone else. Anyway, they were able to filter that money into four or five really good play- Tyrell Williams from the Chargers. So I mean, they they got weapons for Carr, and it's just going to be, I don't know. We we talked about it a little bit last year, but the Abrams guy don't mm, like him. Jonathan Abram, you don't like him? Why? He's just he just he's a big personality. Yeah, he's a big personality. Yeah. Well, I mean, my my him and Gruden. The first episode, him and Gruden kind of got into it a little bit. And That's I think, good. Uh, well, I think he thought Gruden was joking, and Gruden was not because he was hitting uh-huh. when they were in. You know, uh, they weren't in pads yet. They weren't in pads, and he was hitting. Uh, and he was like, "Oh, come on, coach, I'm gonna hit. Come on, you know, I gotta hit." He's like. No, don't hit. We're not in pads. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good one, coach. <laughs> well, I mean, D- DB wise, my only saving grace to the guys that to be a good defensive back in the NFL, you gotta have a little pop. You gotta have. Well, that I mean, you gotta have that moxie to you, that confidence, that right? Richard Sherman type. Yeah. Mentality. I mean, yeah. Uh, Darrell Revis when he was one of the top flight guys. I mean, he. You gotta have that. Like, I'm shutting you down, or I'm gonna blow you up. Whatever. I mean, it's just. It comes with it, I think. It's I would like say Jalen Ramsey, but Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Whenever my contract's up, they're gonna pull the Brinks truck up, right? It's like wide receivers act the same way. Like yeah, like the same way. Ones, yeah, they carry themselves with the swagger. Yeah. Yep, that's true. Running backs are starting to do that now too. You know, after Gurley got that contract, now all the running backs are saying, "Well, 
Yeah, Zeke thinks he's worth forty yeah. million a year. Mm-hmm. So does Dak Prescott. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't sign Dak Prescott to a four-year, forty million contract. I'd give him uh, about six I, a year. I don't know. I I think that's probably about where he should be. I think I think. Uh, 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 pr- ProFootballTalk.com. Mm-hmm. I think they had him uh, at like seventeenth best quarterback just, in the league. It's the it's the it's the tough part of an NFL franchise of like is Dak Prescott that good? No, but who are you going to get to replace him? That's what I'm saying. You you have to have a quarterback. If you don't have a quarterback, your team is screwed. You 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 will not win. You want your quarterback to be the face of your team. Yeah. Well, what you, want. what you do, but Jerry Jones, well, one, he should not be GM. No, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. But what if they can't get a quarterback? What they need to do is ship Dak Prescott somewhere. If Zeke doesn't want to sign Miami, trade him somewhere, get first round picks, and then, you know, if you miss the playoffs, or if you're the worst team, or if you're close to the top of the draft, then you have a lot of first round picks. You wait for Trevor Lawrence to yeah. come in to the draft, and you just you get your guy. Does Trevor Lawrence have one or two more years to play? He has two. He has two mm-hmm. more. He was only a freshman. Yeah, he was two freshman. I mean, year. that or you you go all in on the Justin Herbert train next year. Uh, I mean, they're they're tall. The I mean, guy? I'm just yeah. not. I'm not the most hyped on him because of the production. I mean, right. given it's just he's playing at Oregon, and I feel like if you're going to be this guy I talked about as a top like number one best QB in the entire draft that the, that a team is going to give up the whole farm for his numbers should look a lot better yeah I just I don't know would you rather draft if you have the first pick would you rather draft Tua or Justin Herbert at this point I don't know probably Justin Herbert I'd probably go Herbert just because the Alabama scheme and system because he's playing with the the you know, top two defense in the entire NCAA backing him up and his skill positions, his offensive line is all going to play in the NFL for Tua and his skill positions. Jerry Judy is going to be a first round pick out at receiver. And then running back wise, Josh Jacobs was just, I mean, he, he doesn't have to really do a whole lot. I think they go to that national championship game last year with any of their quarterbacks on that roster playing all season. Yeah, Absolutely. So you take Herbert. I, in that case, I'd probably I'd probably go with Herbert. I think I would too. Yeah, his season this year is going to be big. Now that he's going to be a second year with Cristobal, it's going to be if he goes out and throws fifteen interceptions, he's going to slide. Oh yeah, he's going to slide big time. But yeah. he's got to show out. Yeah. I think even if Bama wins the title, I don't know that Tua still goes first. They're going to win the title. It's their turn this year. Yeah, <laughs> and then, and then uh, Trevor's gonna win it yeah. in his third year at Clemson, and then go into the draft. I don't know. I mean, Clemson, pretty much, they lost some guys on defense, a lot of guys on defense. Mm-hmm. So, which they have the talent to replace, but that offense brings back Justin Ross, number one receiver, brings back their running back Travis Etienne, brings back Trevor Lawrence. I think brings back some of their other receivers, and they obviously reloaded this year. They've got a lot of their offensive line. I mean, it's it just sucks, man. <laughs> it just sucks. Because yeah, Notre uh, Dame can't beat them in the college football playoff. Hey. Notre Dame played Clemson better than Bama did, though. I'll say that. 
And they didn't play it bad. Yeah. It didn't get ugly until uh, Julian Love got hurt. Right yeah. Before halftime, then he threw three touchdown passes. Yep. Love, I mean, he was a lock down corner. And after that, once he went down, and they had a couple other guys go down too, didn't they? Yeah. I think Notre Dame had two um, or three guys on defense go down. And when you're playing Clemson and you don't have your best guys, it's real hard. Real hard to win. Because he picked on Love's replacement. Like right Dante away, he Vaughn. Started, started throwing deep balls. Yep. And he couldn't keep up. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how that went. What's her chances this year? It's equal. I'd say equally as good. Yeah, they return everybody more Pretty, or less. Did they? Yeah, they a beat. lot of them. Mm-hmm. They lost a couple of receivers, but they have you know talent on the roster. So you just have to catch the ball. Right. Who do they who do they lose at receiver? Because they have Claypool and Fink back. Um, who was the other guy? Oh yeah, uh, Boykin. He's Boykin, yeah, Boykin, yeah. And then they lost Drew Tranquil, who was a stud. Mm-hmm. But they've got athletes at linebackers that can replace that. And they've got Khalid Kareem, who's probably going to be a top 10 draft pick. Julian Aquara could also be a first-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line is stacked. Yeah, I'm happy. It's going to be a big so year. So you're looking at a good year? Oh, it's going to yeah. be a big year. And they play in the ACC for the most part, which is a six-game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, six wins. Should be, unless you play Should Clemson. Be. Yeah. Do they have Georgia this year? Yeah, they go to Georgia. That's first game, I think, isn't it? No, they play Louisville first game. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my! If they don't smack Louisville into the, like, into the just dirt so hard, I'm going to. <laughs> I won't be on the podcast that that day <laughs> or the following week. No, you have to be so we can pick on you. Yeah, I won't be there. Come on, you know how much I would love that. I I, I know a lot of Louisville fans because that's <laughs> geographically where I'm from. So. When they when they beat Notre Dame a couple of years ago, and the only time they've like ever played, I did not hear the end of it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah. They need to punish them. Which is they should. Louisville is going Dame. to be awful. They should be awful. Yeah, they're going to be awful. They, they were terrible last year, mm-hmm. and they, I mean, I like their new head coaching hire from Appalachian State, but it's going to be. Whew, it's going to be, be a forty point here. win. Yeah, yeah. They really botched up that coaching deal, the coach search. Yeah, well, it took him forever. It did because yeah. they were waiting on Jeff Brom. Yeah, I mean, I, Satterfield's a good guy to bring in. I don't know. I could see him being another Crag Thorpe for Louisville, though. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. It's we'll all see. about to start tonight. Can't we're wait. College football. Can't wait. And we are in it, boys. Question. One final we're question. One final question here, because I think we're hitting our hitting to our limit, getting wrapping this thing up. But the Tate Martell saga at Miami. Right, losing that job mm-hmm. tells the tells Ohio State, "Hey, you bring in Justin Fields, I'll win the job." And then he <laughs> transfers to Miami. Both get immediate eligibility. Tate Martell loses the starting job. Mm-hmm. Do we see him tonight at quarterback? Mm. Mm. Do we see him? It's a polarizing personality. He lost the job, though. I don't know. I don't know. So he's not the clear cut starter right now. No, he lost it. They already announced. Jaron Williams or something like that. But they're under pressure to put him in because of the whole deal. The yeah. coaches probably feel some pressure. That's what I'm saying. I bet I bet if Williams goes out and has a couple bad drives, and then they also return their their starting quarterback last year, and Kosey Perry was the was a freshman. So, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. I can't oh. wait. It's nice for them big schools to just get to bring people in with yeah. immediate eligibility. 
yeah. all, all the time. You know, don't we don't need to get don't get me on that. <laughs> don't get me on think, the NCAA, Andrew. I think we've had a long conversation about that before. <laughs> yep. Yes, we have. <laughs> well, boys, I think that'll about do it for today. Let's uh, let's go watch some football. Yeah, I'm hyped. I mean, we have six hours, but you know, we can we can get ready. I'm hyped. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, as always, we really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate Ryan Connor coming in. Oh, thank came you for down having from, me. Came down from Kokomo. I did. Kokomo. All the way down. Oh. Kokomo. K- okay. Kokomo. 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 Yeah. yeah, we'll call it Kokomo. Yeah. yeah. Do we have any final thoughts, boys? Uh, Desmond Howard picked Rondale Moore on college game day this morning to win the Heisman. So, I've got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> okay. Rondale Moore wins the Heisman this Say year. It. Say something. I will jump off a bridge. Not jump off a bridge. I will buy you five growler fills. Okay. At Brewlink. Deal. Five. Deal. Shake it up right here. All right. Ah, <laughs> Left hand shake. Uh, my right. <laughs> that one doesn't the count. Mic. The right. I would have hit the mic. So we'll go over top. Oh, there, there we go. Is. There we go. There All right. We're ready to go now. Ryan, what's your final thought? <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm ready to draft tonight. Yeah, it's gonna be hype. Good luck. It's gonna be a. May you choose wisely and not have a holdout. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Ooh. Melvin Gordon Ooh. and Zeke are off the board. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Le'Veon. Yep. Not touching it. It depends on what round. <laughs> it hey, you know, Le'Veon, I'm thinking about him. If I'm picking 10th, I'm thinking Le'Veon. It's Maybe. very possible. Maybe. That's my final thought. All right. Let's get out of here, boys. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. As, as always, take it easy.